What's up, everybody? Welcome to A Bit Unraveled Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Hansinger. Let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of A Bit Unraveled. Uh, happy to have you guys back with me for another week. I am super excited to have this guest on. Uh, he is one of my favorites here in Hollywood. Uh, he is a fantastic headshot photographer. He's an on-screen TV actor uh, who's also done movies, creating his own, own content. Uh, just an all-around awesome guy. Happy to share his story with you guys. Please welcome to the podcast, Kayvon Esmiley. Why, hello. Up? How How's it going, dude? I'm doing good. 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 You're looking good. Thanks. You too. Nice little setup there. I, I've still not set up like a cool uh, Zoom location. Uh, it's not bad. I like the I like the the forestry. It's like a jungle back there, you know. I, I get, this is nice. Much. I need more plants in my life. Um, oh, I thought you were gonna say you need more plants. Uh, like yeah, I, plants? I like I like plants, plants uh, in the apartment. Uh, <laughs> we almost snagged some the other day because somebody in our apartment complex was giving them away because they said that this uh, succulent didn't bring them enough joy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, succulents are a pain in the ass. You need a lot of light for them. Really? I thought they were supposed to be the easy ones. I don't know. Everybody says that, but I, I can kill a succulent. But I can also then, on the other hand, keep alive. Uh, I have this plant that's like from Thailand and supposed to be really difficult to take care of. And I've kept it going for like five years. I'll give you guys one of these. See these things back here? Yeah. So what so is this? Things, it's called a Pelia peperomioid. Nice. Um, so they're called Pacidon uh, peperomioids. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know who called them that or who coined that term, but you're supposed to like, they grow little pups is what they call them. It's like kind of like a, a new plant comes out of the dirt and you can take that out of the dirt, put it in water, it grows roots and you make a new plant. Oh, how cool. Um, yeah. So they also call them a Chinese money plant. Um, but anyway, I have like a hundred of them. So if you guys want one. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds cool. I like that. Think about it. Huh? Do you just, no, I, don't, I don't have to think about it. I would take it in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, I, I sit here and say how bad I want a plant and then you offer one. And I'm like, I know you're like, no, maybe <laughs> let me, <laughs> I maybe. would totally take it. No, wait, I just, I, here's the thing. I always feel bad taking stuff from people. That's just a personal thing. I'm like, oh yeah. People will be like, here, take this gift. I'm like, I don't, ah, I get it. That's yeah, just, I, that's a personal thing. That's my reservation. But now do you get, you, so you don't even get the whole I, I get plant. It. You just give a, uh, a leaf, right? Are we going, dude? Are we doing this? We're rolling, man. This is already happening. Okay. Yeah, I'm eating we're... while we do this. That's fine, man. Have a snack. <laughs> um, I'm happy to see you. We got to see you each too, other man. I had a... um, in the weird quarantine times. And, uh, you know, it was a, a quick transition. And yeah, but uh, it's good to sit down with you for a minute. Yeah, uh, to everybody listening, this is, I, I did an intro already, but this is uh, Kayvon Ismaili. And uh, uh, fantastic headshot photographer here in Los Angeles, uh, hmm. which is where you and I met. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you did my headshots, which uh, helped me book my first national commercial, uh, which was pretty cool. Amazing. Um, uh, but he's also an on-screen actor uh, himself. And uh, yeah, just a, a cool path. Um, and so uh, I'd like to start kind of talking a little bit about your photography since that's where we did meet um mm -hmm. you guys shoot uh you shoot with bonnie poyer right Poirier, photography yeah. yep. in, in yep. uh north hollywood yep yep um and i was i was wondering like um do you guys now you guys obviously you do f fantastic photography um and i don't know <laughs> this is just a question i had about photographers and studios now you guys seem to do commercial and theatrical equally would you say? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now some people have niche. Do you, would you say that? I mean, we get we get kind of uh, called a commercial headshot photography place, um, just because Vani's uh, style, which I've kind of adopted since I started working with her, um, is really improv based. You know, when we're filming, we're like actually improvising. Um, very basic improvising. I mean, it's not long form or anything. It's just like really basic stuff back and forth, but, um, that brings out your personality. 
Um, so the shots are generally full of personality. It's not that like brooding. Is that you or me beeping? No, I think, I think okay. it might've been you, but it's, it's over anyway. It's, 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 it's not it's, backing up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, so you don't get that kind of like brooding look in your shots because we're like talking and you're engaged. Right. Um, although Which, we do do theatrical as well. Um, yeah, you do. And you do. Uh, I got some great theatrical from you. I just didn't know if you guys like, uh, you know, fit into a niche of any kind. Uh, but that definitely. Yeah, we do both. We do both, yeah. you know, and like we're also more than happy to like leave that improv off the table and just kind of do the uh you know, more brooding, uh, dramatic thing. Uh, sometimes people come in and say, Hey, uh, I love your work, but I don't want those like colorful backdrops. I just want like a black backdrop in every, sh every look. And yeah, sometimes I'm like, why did you book with us then? <laughs> like, right. Right. But okay. Since you're here and you already paid us, uh, yeah, let's do that. I, yeah. I love your style. And that's one of the things that drew me into getting photos with you guys is not only the the sharpness on the colors, but, uh, but the, the improv style. And I like how you said, you're like, we're not doing long form improv. There's no, there's no beats. You don't have no. to like, um, yeah, it's super simple stuff, but I think it brings out personality and it, it shows in the, uh, yeah. in the photos, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the, the one thing that so many actors are missing in their photos is that personality. You know, everybody says headshots are, it's all in the eyes. It's all about the eyes. And it's like, yeah, yeah, kind of. But what is it in the eyes? Like, what can you do? It's like a horrible direction from a director to say, it's all in the eyes. And you're like, but what's in the eyes? Like, what what should I be doing with my eyes that's so special yeah. <laughs> that makes it a great headshot? Um, and to me, what it is, is actual thoughts actual thoughts in your eyes. Mm -hmm. And so what we're doing when we're improvising is we're essentially uh, actually communicating with each other. You yep. know, I'm not just telling you to smile and you're just passively smiling or telling you to brood and you're passively brooding. You're having a thought uh, behind that brood. And mm -hmm. I think that's what is in the eyes, you know, or what should be in the eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and it comes off pretty effortless too when you, uh, when you're doing it uh, yeah. and I think it shows and also like headshots can be so awkward you know totally. especially if you don't know the photographer I haven't shot with them before you totally. know you're meeting a new person for the first time you're trying to be your best and totally um I think the improv stuff takes you out of your head and uh and it gets you uh just more comfortable with the whole situation which is cool Totally, totally. I mean, like 100% of people show up and say they're nervous. I mean, not 100, but like easily like 75% of people show yeah. up. And the first thing they say is, wow, I'm nervous. Yeah. And I'm always like, just give it like two minutes of shooting and that'll be gone. Um, right. Because we're going to be goofing off. I'm goofy. I'm open. I'm easy. I'm not judging. Yeah. Um, you know, and real quickly, it, it uh, turns into a good time and good pictures. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also love your studio. It, the space itself is like, that's, I mean, that's gotta be half the challenge is finding good space. Totally. But you totally. guys, you guys happen to have like a window on each end. So you're getting the, the front light and then you're also getting a nice, uh, light from behind, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's by design. I mean, it wasn't like that. Um, we busted out that entire back wall. It's a big 10 foot by 10 foot wall. Yeah. Um, that used to just be a wall with a door in it, but we mm -hmm. busted out the wall and put a giant window there. Yeah. Um, you know, our first two, I don't know if you ever shot with us when we were downtown, we had two studios downtown. I, I didn't. Didn't you? Okay. Um, so we were downtown LA for eight or nine years and we had two different studios and the spaces are fantastic. There are these old um, like factories that are now turned into loft spaces, mm. huge, big windows, great views of the, you know, uh, skyline. Um, but just like homeless people breaking into them every night and oh, no. uh, like a really far walk from the parking lot. To, so you're like sweating by the time you get inside. They're in there taking their own photos. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's an hour drive from the valley here yeah. to downtown sometimes and then easily like two hours on the way home sometimes in traffic wow we were just yeah. like wasting time nobody lives there none of yeah. our clients live there we we're like what are we doing so let's look near us in the valley 
Um, but then we quickly found that there are no studio spaces with big, beautiful windows in the valley. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we made one. Made one. Yeah. Uh, which is something I was kind of getting to is that uh, you guys put, a, I mean, like I, I'm impressed with the uh, work you guys put into your studio because um, you do, I mean, obviously, yeah, you built out that wall and that window. Yeah. Uh, but also I've seen you guys making posts where, you buy out these big, like basically creating sunlight for days on the, the few cloudy days of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When it rains twice a year. Um, yeah. That's I've seen like thing. different light setups where I'm like, man, you guys are, you know, you're doing it. It's uh, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's born out of necessity. I mean, you have enough dark days uh, and you know, some of those days in the middle of winter, it's like nighttime in the middle of the day. Um, and when we're shooting with natural light, no, no strobes, um, that became a problem, you know? Um, yeah. So we have a ton of lights now. Um, yeah. Still lights, not not strobe lights. Um, but yeah, we can yeah. basically recreate the exact same uh, image that you get on a bright, beautiful, sunny day with yeah. uh, all of the lights we have. It's a lot more work on our end. Like I pray and, you know, cross my fingers for a beautiful sunny day every time I shoot. Yeah. Um, but when it's a gloomy day, uh, we can make it happen. So, yeah. Yeah. The, the other thing I, I liked about you guys, and I have a, I have a ton, I could just go for an Thanks, hour. Yeah, I'm like, is, this is just me oh. bragging about you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the, another thing that goes into what you, the work you guys do, like that people don't see all the time, uh, is even like the, the website that, uh, sets up the preparation for headshots. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's huge for people and for actors going in to know your different types. You have, all, you know, all these samples of different looks and, and setting, uh, setting yourself up for success, you know, totally. Um, totally. which I think is when you say going in nervous and a hundred people, you know, hundred percent of people are nervous. I think that's a big part of it is they're like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Totally. And I think, what you guys uh, have put together and so, you know, somewhat of a packet on your website of, Hey, this is what to do before you go in. Uh, I think is such a big help and uh, helps take that number from hundred percent down quite a bit. Yeah. I, I mean, cool. you're walking into an unknown situation, so I get the nerves, but, but preparation is like the key yeah. to having a good headshot session. And yeah. um, you know, I'm doing career consulting now mm -hmm. Um and it's kind of born of the fact that sometimes I'll spend like an hour with a headshot client after the photo shoot, just like telling them what they need to be doing to get their career to move forward. Yeah. Um, and Bonnie, uh, you know, was in the other room enough times and she's like, what are you doing? She's like, you're just giving away all this info. You're just spending all this time, you know, um, you know, when you work out your hourly rate, you're making like minimum wage now because you're just giving hours away mm -hmm. anyway. I also want to have some one-on-one -on -one time with people and it not have to be a headshot client. Yeah. If that makes sense. So right now um, yeah. I'm doing more career coaching and we're kind of supplementing that side of the website that kind of helps you prepare for a shoot. Um, and we'll go deeper because to me, if you want to have a successful career, you have to figure out how to market yourself intelligently. Yeah. Um, yeah. And while the website covers what outfits you could or should wear for the different prototypes or the different character types, mm -hmm. um, I think an actor should go even deeper into the details of what am I doing or what could I be playing that's very specific and unique. Um, so anyway, I don't want to yeah. go off on a tangent, but. Oh, no, no. That's, I mean, that, that's all stuff, you know, uh, that we definitely want to touch on because that's yeah because uh, you come from that acting side as well you've been an actor longer than you've been a photographer correct yeah well yeah or, yeah I mean, sort of the same to be honest they both okay. started in high school oh, okay. um, i took a photography class a friend of mine talked me into it because you could smoke weed in the dark room and leave campus <laughs> uh and then at the same time i can't remember junior senior year my mom tricked me into going to a talent agency like walked ah. me agency uh unannounced without telling me we were gonna really how funny um, and like made me do commercials um, yeah so like at the same time so i sort of funny. fell into both of them and then sure. like interestingly they're both my career now yeah are you are you from out here then 
Northern California. So okay. up by, up by Napa, a place called Santa Rosa. Yeah. 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 North of San Francisco an hour. Pretty sure my, I have, I have an uncle up there. I think cool. it's in yeah. Santa Rosa actually. It's nice up there. It's pretty, yeah. it's boring, yeah. but it's pleasant. <laughs> yeah. So she yeah. took you in up there to an agency. Yeah. yeah just like a going? small town manager. Uh, yeah. And like she literally pulled up uh, she told me we we're gonna go get coffee uh, yeah let's go get coffee and like croissants <laughs> or something it was something we do like once a month yeah um and instead of going to the cafe she pulls up under this thing patricia ryle models and talent and i'm like no and she's like please please i'm like no way no way am i going in there she's like we yeah. have an appointment in five minutes we have to i'm like all right oh all right we'll see what this lady has to say yeah <laughs> and then funny. Like, did a bunch of commercials and loved it so oh that's awesome yeah uh, yeah was was your mom uh in the industry before or was it just something that she thought you'd be no my sister my sister was dating a makeup artist a male straight makeup artist from yeah. la um and when he met me he was like hey he should try modeling or commercials or something and like talked my mom into it so she, and that's where it started. And I'm grateful as can be because I yeah. never, ever, you know, I wasn't one of those kids who did theater growing up. I didn't want to be famous. I still don't want to be famous. Yeah. It's like, that's not my nature. Yeah. Um, so if somebody didn't force me to do it, I would be doing something that I can clear, like confidently say I would not have liked as much as this. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Did you have another thing, like another path you were in your mind? Firefighting. Well, firefighting so firefighting I, yeah nice. I, I that was like sort of the thing to do up there if you didn't really have like a college plan which i didn't sure um, yeah. and yeah like junior year i had all my credits to graduate from high school so i was just like just doing like electives and i think i had to do like a semester of government in senior year mm -hmm. so my whole senior year i was going to the junior college taking firefighting courses so nice. took fire science emt training and like all of that yeah yeah. And then you never, but you never jumped into like volunteer firefighting? No, no, still in high school, still wasn't yeah. 18. And, uh, you know, it's funny in the fire uh, class, one of the things they do is they show you um, videos of firefighters like scraping dead people off the highway. Wow. And they're like, this is like 90% of what we do. Like we don't put out that many fires. Wow. We're, we're, we're the first person to show up to a car crash. That's yeah. our job. And I'm like, yeah. Well, that sucks because I want to spray water at fires. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But That's the part of, I really want. I'm into hoses more. Yeah. Like and shovels. Um, like water fight yeah. situations. But I do not want to uh, scrape dead people off the freeway. Man. Yeah. Funny. It's so true. And you don't think about that part of it. But uh, like I had a I had a friend in college who was, I, I believe he did some volunteer firefighting somehow, I, I guess. But he was on the younger side. And I remember him telling his stories like, yeah, some lady was in traffic and I had to help her give birth in her car. And I was like, you know, and like being like early 20s, I'm like, that's wild. What? <laughs> yeah, um, that is insane. No, and that, that's, that's not for me. That's no, it's like, it's an interesting career, though. I, I think it's I think it's fascinating. I've it crossed my mind before. I've had like I've had friends who've done it. Um, I watched the training videos and I was like, that seems intense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's like it's some heavy duty train. It's army. It's like army training almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, it's cool. God bless them, but I, I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. So that was the only plan. And then uh, it's funny. My, my stepdad, uh, uh, he was like, Hey, you uh, always express interest in moving to LA. Do you want to move there right now? I'm like, yeah, you know, that'd be amazing. He's like, well, my ex wife's roommate just died. And uh, she lives in Long Beach. She needs a roommate next month. And this is like literally the week after graduating high school. Oh, wow. And so that's what I did. I went and moved into my stepdad's ex-wife's uh, spare bedroom in wow. Long Beach. How yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's how I, and then I quickly realized that Long Beach is like not Hollywood. No, <laughs> still like no. an hour away. It's not, yeah. I like Long Beach now. I don't know what it was like when you moved I, I, long beach now is is kind of nice totally uh, totally nice not hollywood it's far no. it's far from it but there's a cool yeah. uh there's a couple of cool like uh comedy spots down there that oh yeah i enjoy going to um, yeah for sure yeah long beach is 
I mean, that was 20 years ago or so. It's yeah. come up. I just went there last week. I had a friend who bought a house in Long Beach just off yeah. 2nd Street. And I was like, what is this place? It's, it's, it's like nice. they did a complete makeover. I mean, you, yeah. you, you went a couple blocks from the beach and you were in the straight ghetto. Yeah. And it's not like that anymore. So anyway, yeah, that's America. That's America because we're, <laughs> we're moving things up now. Um, that's super cool. Um, so you started doing, did you start doing photography mm-hmm. when you moved? Like how soon out here, like moving to Long Beach or LA, did you start doing photography, like specifically headshot photography? Uh, well, I'd say probably four or five years into moving here, I uh, loaded my uh, stepdad's old film camera with some film and started mm-hmm. experimenting. He was a photographer in Vietnam. So he has this old wow. army camera. It's like literally right there. Um, and I started taking photographs, headshots of my roommate, black and white headshots with like a really old 1960s Pentax. Um, So that's when I like started dabbling. Um, And then at some point I upgraded to a uh, digital camera when that transition started to happen, Mm -hmm. Um, but still dabbling. And I was working at Trader Joe's at the time. Uh, And then I got fired from Trader Joe's, uh, stole. Uh, yeah, my girlfriend would come in the line and I'd give her free shit. Uh, (laughs) And and I got, I got busted. (laughs) So whatever. Uh, I was young, but I'd do it again. I wouldn't do it again. But, uh, yeah, so she came in anyway, no, let me back it up a little bit. So this guy used to come in and he was a headshot photographer and he always said, I want to work with you. I want to work. I want to shoot you. And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So we set up a day for him to shoot me. Um, and it just so happens that that day is the day after I got fired from Trader Joe's. Wow. So I show up to his house, ready to shoot. And I'm like, bro, I'm like in a bad mood. I got fired yesterday. You know, it was a, five years I was at Trader Joe's. They paid well, like mm-hmm. medical benefits, you know, but I was stealing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they had to get rid of me. So they had to get rid of me. I can't even be mad at them. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so I show up to my, uh, my buddy's place tell him how I'm bummed out. And he's like, just come work for me, bro. And so like the day after I got fired, I had a job with a photographer who was working nonstop and like doing really good work. Yeah. So worked with him for five years and got a little bit more serious about it um, and learned all of his tricks. Um, and then mm-hmm. four or five years later uh, is when Vani Poye uh, uh, called me out of the blue and was mm. like, hey man, I like your work. Uh, you want to work together? And I was like, yeah let's talk yeah so, yeah man that's awesome so yeah. it, man your, your story is just like one thing leading to another and I, i'm telling kinda, you i'm just along for the ride yeah man <laughs> it, like there i mean you've been kind of like all right here go do this here it's and great. Like, here come with me and yeah man, that's i mean I, it's great and it's I'm it's great it's to have so- mentors and and people you know doing that cool. but yeah totally i'm like literally you're exactly right all three of these steps were just handed to me yeah um but but it comes with like with the work like totally like vani's not reaching out because for nothing you know yeah yeah yeah. no i was committed and i was you know i was getting better by the day and she said she's like i've been watching your progress she's like i like what you're doing and um so yeah we've been working together you know the past uh 11 12 years or so so yeah yeah super cool um Yeah. yeah i've always been like i always dabble in uh like I like photography. I like, you know, video stuff. Um, you know, as, as you know, like I create my own video content and that's, I think once I got a DSLR, I was like, Oh, let's take some photos and stuff. And, um, this is kind of a funny story. So we, uh, when we moved to Atlanta, I had reached out to you just about like, Hey, look, I just want to learn how to take some extra shots. You know, I don't know exactly what, uh, you know, I don't know everybody out here. I just want to be able to take some, you know, some of those bonus shots, you know, uh, to fill out the profile. Yeah. And, uh, and you were kind enough to, to give me some pointers and everything. And, and so I, I took them and, uh, I went, ended up going and, and they got auditions They you know, they're working and stuff. They're, they're doing well. Um, they're serving their purpose. Uh, so I thank you. Yeah, um, course, doesn't mean I won't be back in soon because I hey. could probably use, uh, some, some, little, you know, there's, there's only so much you can do. The coaching is half studio. The, the, the coaching and the directing is half the product, I think. Like the photography is. Anyway, go on. Yeah. No. And absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So so anyway. So I so I take these uh, things. And I end up going to um, 
uh, a cast or like a commercial class for Brian Beagle. Uh, so I go to, to Brian Beagle's commercial class. He's a former like child actor and he's a commercial casting out there. And so he's doing his class and he's like, you know, everybody bring up your headshot and stuff. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, I, this is my headshot. I got done by such and such. And this one girl, like two people before me is like, yeah, this is mine. And that guy in the back of the room is my boyfriend and he took it. And then he gets to me and he's like, okay, yeah. And I was like, and, and who took yours? I'm like, me? <laughs> he's like, well, that's a first. <laughs> it's um, a selfie. Yeah. yeah, but but with the DSLRs these days, like you can do, you can flip the thing where totally. you can you see it yourself, or or I have like an app on my phone totally. where I can I can frame it, I can hit the button on my phone, totally. and you know if you take a thousand, uh, you can get a you'll good get, photo. You'll get something. Yeah, yeah, get something. And um, you know, it, it was so he got a kick out of it, and you know, it, it worked for him. You know, it was but. Um, Again, you know, I, I don't recommend it to, <laughs> to people going out and taking their own headshot by any means, but uh, it served its purpose for these, you know, some of these bonus shots. And I just, it, it was a funny moment for him to just be like, is this where we're at now? People are just taking their own. <laughs> I know, I know. It's weird. Like, interestingly, headshots, like, sometimes you can get away with just like no frills, no nothing you know, just up like a mug shot, you know, like sometimes mm -hmm. that works for people. Um, I guess I just sort of lean towards, um, I'm leaning towards, I'm playing a numbers game always. So I'm mm -hmm. trying to work the numbers in my, as an actor anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to tilt the numbers in my favor as much as humanly possible. Um, so I'm trying to control the messaging but then again, sometimes the messaging is, I just don't care. Yeah. You know, and, and if that's the message, then yeah, maybe just a crappy headshot taken by your significant other will do the trick, yeah. you know? Yeah, totally. Know. Yeah. Have you, have you ever taken your own? Oh yeah. Oh, I've done it for I mean, sure. I, was gonna, yeah, I mean, I was you're like, talking about an app. What's that? I was like, especially for somebody who's yourself, who's been doing it years longer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, are there times where you're just like, you know, what? I need this extra shot. I can just I can set up the thing and, and do totally. it. Totally. Yeah, I've done it. I, you know, interestingly, even knowing what I know and, and, and I can set up a nice shot, they feel kind of lonely without mm. another person. Mm -hmm. There's this like weird vibe going on when you're by yourself taking your own photo. Yeah. Like it's a little like desperate, a little pathetic, a little, you know, like yeah. there's like yeah. this weird essence in the air. It's like, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it's like so much nicer to be bouncing energy off of somebody else. Yes. Um, yeah. It's just, there's something fluid about it. There's something giving about it. But yeah. when you're like just sitting there, like trying to find a good angle of yourself and like make a cool photo and mm -hmm. like, you know, you can see that like right after the photo was taken, you went up to the camera and like messed with it and like come back and do it again. You know, like, yeah, yeah. there's something about it that's just weird. <laughs> there is. And, and the thing that I found out was that you as the as the actor taking it uh, don't have the eye to see it. But yeah. But when I took it to, so I, I took the, the one I took to Brian was like, this is fine, but you can see your, your thinking, you know, and like yeah. you're, you're sitting here like, am I in frame? Am I like, yeah, yeah, your yeah. eyes are telling that story still. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, you know, he helped me find another one that was, that worked far better than, but, um, but yeah, you can, there's too much to think about to, to yeah. really do that and, and totally. have it be effective. Cause yeah, you're yeah. Am I in focus or is am yeah. I doing exactly what I want to do. Is my yeah. shirt wrinkled, you know, like, it, yeah, it's, it's a little weird, but you can pull it off. I mean, also, I don't know. I I'm of two minds. Like I'm of like, you need to uh, get into the details with your headshots. You need to be as specific as humanly possible. But then I'm also like, it doesn't matter. I don't know. It's, it's this weird. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I just know that I've seen people who book shows and get called in. And I've even seen like my manager showed me people who get called in and I'm like, that's a terrible headshot, but you're going out for series regs all the time. Uh, sometimes it just doesn't matter. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it goes back to, I'm playing the numbers game. I'm assuming that if I put intention and um, uh, pay attention to the details that that will, that will work in my benefit more often. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you gotta you gotta play the numbers, like you said. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta put your best foot out there and see. Yeah, but there is there's like there's no there's times it feels like there's no rhyme or reason. Uh, yeah, to certain things. Yeah, yeah. And what works for somebody else isn't gonna necessarily work for you. Totally. Um, totally. There are no rules like at all. Um, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like my hair is pointed the same way and I've got a similar shadow at the moment, but if I just try to do exactly what you're doing, it doesn't guarantee results. Like it totally. doesn't guarantee I'm going to go do the exact same thing that you're doing. Totally. The one thing that I'm finding seems to be, uh, some almost certain, uh, advice that I'm giving a lot of my clients is know your niche, especially when you're trying to rack up those first credits, those first co-star credits. Don't try to spread yourself so thin and pretend like you can play everything. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like when people do that, it reads as desperate and also casting on the other side just is calling BS on you. Mm -hmm. If you're, if you've got a headshot of you, um, uh, playing like a gangster. Mm -hmm. And then you also have a headshot of you playing a lawyer. Yeah. One of those is wrong. One of those is a lie. Yeah. You know, you can't play a convincing low life and a convincing lawyer. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things where I like to say, leave the low life uh, off the, off the table mm -hmm. and only play businessmen. And yeah. claim your niche to be, I'm a businessman. I yeah. can play a lawyer. I can play a detective. I can play a, a CEO. Um, I can just be in corporate America. That's kind of my niche. Yeah. Um, that's what I did anyway. And I feel like I it worked wonderfully for me. Yeah. You have cornered the market for suit and tie. Um, yeah. Yeah. And but, uh, you know, there are so many markets to be cornered. And sometimes yeah. it's not just a specific character. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's an essence. I just photographed a girl a few weeks ago and she was a little offbeat. Um, she had like a totally crooked nose. She looks a little quirky. She looks a little, you know, she does comedy. Mm -hmm. So, she, but she had all these different characters. She wants to play the mom. She wants to play a doctor. She wants to play a businesswoman. She wants to play a, you know, secretary, she, you know, all these different types. And I'm like, well, then let's find a through line for you that ties them all together. So it feels like a niche mm -hmm. and the niche is offbeat. And right now, and for the past five, six, seven years within the commercial world and theatrical as well, um, they kind of go with this like offbeat, like seventies retro vibe in mm -hmm. the, in the wardrobe, um, 60, 70 kind of, you know, like, yeah. um, olive greens and like, like burnt oranges and stuff like that. Yeah. Sort of like mid-century vibes. Um, so we made her entire shoot have that mid-century offbeat quirky vibe. Nice. So that became her niche. It started, you, you're telling them something about you. You're saying yeah. this is the style in which I work. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, you know, if you're wondering what to do with my product, it works really well within these parameters. Yeah. And that's something, you know? that's something that is worth focusing on is that it's not always about uh, how do you fit into everything else? It's, it's like, how do, how do I show you the best version of me and like what I do best? Yeah. Um, and like yeah. you, you seem like, are you a suit and tie guy in general? No, I mean, there's nowhere to wear a suit and tie in LA. I, like where? I know that, but yeah, I <laughs> wish there was, I, but <laughs> yeah. like, but you enjoy like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I like it. I mean, it just works with my look. I feel the beard. Yeah. I got gray hair. I actually just dyed my hair for the first time. So there's not nearly as many grays, but yeah. um, it just, it, it just works. You know, it just makes yeah. sense visually. You I know? love a good suit and tie. Me too. I, I, again, there's nowhere to wear it. I wish yeah. there was more people to wear it. I would, I feel like I would fit in, in like Mad Men in yeah. the sense that like, oh, totally. I would love to put on a suit and tie and go to work every day. Like totally not that job, but I like right, to dress right. up. I, I would enjoy that. Yeah, that's actually fantastic for you. Although Mad Men's not on, but there's so many period right. shows right now that are in that, yeah. you know, time frame. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I like that look. Yeah. So I just didn't know if that was like a day-to-day -day thing where you're like- No, man, you know, that, that... I dress like a kid. I, yeah. dry, I wear like sneakers and like t-shirts and stuff. Like I'm oh, like yeah. a big kid. Yeah. Um, but I do have like 15 suits. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know? that's my point. I was yeah. like, because- 
because just being a suit and tie guy doesn't mean you wear it every day because there's right. it would probably look silly unless you're right unless you're actually the jobs which you're playing on tv right uh, right right <laughs> right um but yeah, yeah i've got like, a different suit for every type of character i play you know i got the like lowly uh public defender uh you know lawyer and then i've got the like expensive lawyer i've got like a really shiny kind of like showy suit i've got you know just got all these different types so no matter what it is i've got something for that type of guy in a suit yeah. and then in turn that's like almost all i ever book is yeah those roles yeah so i mean this is kind of a good segue so uh i mean he's you know cave over here's uh getting calls from the agent because uh, you did just book a commercial and uh you know so i think that's a good segue actually to to more of your acting work because i think we focus a lot on photography but yeah you're also a very successful actor right and and have had a uh, a great 2020 going into now 2021 yeah. um i just saw most recently uh, uh the one that i saw was your commercial uh where you're driving the car hands-free which had yeah, been yeah. fun really fun. um and I just, I know you've got an upcoming episode on a new show that maybe we can't even discuss yet. Um, but uh, you've been, you've been thriving during the, the quarantine, it feels like, which is yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I set it up with 2018 and 2019. I mean, those are really the first years that I've really been booking TV shows. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I did mostly commercials my whole career until recently. Um, and 2018 is the year that I did a bunch of different headshots of myself wearing a suit. Yeah. And it worked. And I started just getting auditions for every TV show as a guy in a suit. And then, you know, booked like seven or eight shows. And, uh, and then 2019 again was pretty decent. And then 2020, as soon as quarantine was lifted, did three shows and two commercials. It was just like crammed it in at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's fantastic. No, it's exciting to watch. It's exciting to see. Uh, it's inspiring. Um, do you feel like you you then because you've been acting for years, like you said, uh, and, and the commercial work obviously was there. But do you feel like you've been aging into roles? Uh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Which, definitely. Is, which I think is great because I think so many people uh, have been in this for such a long time, you know, and I think, you know, everybody talks about, you know, it takes like 10 years sometimes to, to break through and um, book anything significant. And I think a lot of people start getting tired around that time also. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, it's nice to see, uh, you know, these kind of stories where, yeah, you can, you, a lot of times you're aging into stuff. I can't tell you how many times I was like, I want to play an FBI guy. And they're like, nobody's going to believe you at 25 to be an FBI agent, you know? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and the lawyer, you know, like you've been playing and stuff like that and, and these different roles. Um, totally. Yeah. It's like, yeah. so, so it's yeah. nice to see. Yeah. I, you know, I had the, you know, when I was younger, I played like young and cool in all of these commercials. Mm -hmm. um, and then my gray hair started coming in. And for some reason, I never got the idea to dye it mm -hmm. until recently. Um, so I was this weird uh, type where I was like a young dude with gray hair. Mm -hmm. And commercials were basically trying to sell to, uh, uh, we're trying to be relatable to anybody who's watching it in your age range. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're trying to represent any man or any woman or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there's no 25 year old out there who's like, yeah, that guy with the gray hair is just like me, you know? And <laughs> I know one guy from high school who had yeah. peppered oh hair my God. in high school. There I am. Yeah, it's me. I finally represent it. Yeah. 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 So uh, if I would have dyed my hair, maybe that would have worked out. But there was this whole gap of time where I was just like useless. But then also, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Totally. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, I, I didn't have the confidence. I didn't have the uh, skills. You know, like I have like natural talent, like most of us do, mm -hmm. but I hadn't gone to enough classes to teach me how to act on TV. Yes, and yeah. it wasn't until I did that for three years straight that finally at the end of those three years, I was like, I think I'm ready. I think like I can do this now. Yeah. Um, but it took just literally head down, no agent, no nothing, just working in class until I felt confident. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's a big part of it too, is that, you know, you, you take classes and it's hard some of it's finding the right classes 
Um, and then trying staying in classes because classes alone are expensive and, uh, and hard to get into and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. And it, you know, it, it's funny cause I think that peppered hair, you know, fits you. I think that, I think that really like creates a look and actually, um, you know, it's good. You can, you can dye it if you want. And, and yeah. but it also, you know, I think it works for you as well. Yeah. I think, I, you know, it's interesting. I think, uh, for the commercial world, it uh, puts me in such a small niche mm. um, that it doesn't really help. I don't feel, mm -hmm. I still feel like it kind of hinders me in the commercial world. I got but you. for television, I feel like television's more just about the visual storytelling. Mm -hmm. It's not about let's make sure this person's relatable. Right. No, this guy's yeah. a murderer, but we love him for some reason. It's not relatable. You know, it's yeah. like it's yeah. an interesting story. So it's more about like, is it visually interesting? And do I believe what the guy is saying? Yeah. You know, so that's sure. where I feel like the gray comes in. It's like, oh, that's interesting. He's like sort of young and like, but has gray hair. It just makes sense. It's interesting to look at, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And for that, it works. But still for commercials, I feel like I'm basically only the guy in a car commercial. Yeah. <laughs> that seems I guess. to be like all I ever book. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, it's not the worst like, thing. No, it's not the worst uh, thing. It's not the worst thing. It's but like you said, it, it locks you on, into somewhat of a niche uh, category. And yeah, yeah. Like I don't look like your everyday dad. I don't look like your everyday pencil pushing businessman. You know, like it's a little. It's just like a little bit more like upscale. You know, dude in a suit. It works. It works yeah. when I'm in like a fancy Acura or something. You know. Yeah. But also, again, like dying wouldn't change. Like it wouldn't take anything away from the uh, the other stuff true uh, true it, it would yeah but i mean you would know see this is the thing is that and this is something i i admire about you because um you have you have a, a, a extremely good work ethic when it comes to acting and from everything i've seen from you um and it's it's always fascinating to me because i come from more of a comedy background uh i, I started in sketch and improv and the stand-up and then started picking up acting later I would dabble with some acting classes and then kind of like you said, I've gotten much more serious about taking classes and staying in classes more recently. And now I, I feel, you know, similar. I was like, I feel like I always thought I was ready, but now I'm like, okay, now I feel good about where I'm at and still probably have, you know, there's always still more to learn. Totally. Um, but for me, I know how to approach the comedy world in terms of like, I know where to, I know how to study comedy. I know how to uh, to practice comedy, right? And I I see this in some of the stuff that you do and the stuff you post, um, and that you do you figure this out for acting wise? Because for a long time I didn't know how to practice acting mm -hmm. outside of being in class. Mm -hmm. And for you, you're doing things like uh, you know you you have uh, a fantastic Instagram page with uh, commercial wardrobe, oh yeah, um, yeah. that. Uh, where you're taking stills uh, of actual commercials going on. Um, you're watching television and you're, uh, you know, figuring out exactly like, oh, okay, where am I in these shows? Yeah. And not just studying the actor and the acting, which I think a lot of us do, but you're, you're getting, doing that extra step of like, okay, but where am I? Which, which one am I? Yeah. Um, you just, you, you're definitely doing the extra steps outside of just reading the books and doing the, classes which i don't think everybody knows how to do yeah i mean there's the practical side uh versus the creative side mm -hmm. um and and the practical side is where i feel like most actors are are lacking mm -hmm. um i feel like most of us have the chops to act on a tv show mm -hmm. yes we might not have the experience in the camera awareness like not to bob our head while we're talking or blink too much or whatever like there's little things that yeah we could use a little bit of training um but a lot of us have enough know-how to act on a tv show mm -hmm. but what we don't know how to do is communicate with the people who are giving out the jobs yeah um and tell them you know i think that's the thing is i i'm i'm learning how to position myself um, and basically tell them what to do with me, tell mm. them what I am as a product. You know, I always liken it to uh ketchup. Um, you got a ketchup bottle, you got the ketchup aisle, right? Right. Uh, 
you know, a lot of actors are like, I can be anything. They got their head shot with the, you know, they got the dad shot. They got the business shot. They got the, you know, blue collar shot, mm -hmm. all these different things. And to me, that's like putting ketchup in a white box and putting it on the shelf. Yeah. But then there's the guy next to him who's got a red bottle with a picture of a hamburger and a hot dog and tomatoes on the label. Yeah. You need to be like, this is what I do. Yeah. This is what I'm for. You know, no. instead of you can do anything with me, I'm whatever you want. That's not the right positioning marketing wise. Yeah. And and part of that is is the experience and confidence of yeah, knowing what you are and, and who right. you are. Right. But now when you when you say telling them who are you telling? Are you telling them through your headshots and which yes. the okay. Yeah. So you're you're always communicating with um truly the end user, which is the directors and producers mm -hmm. like casting is the first uh barrier but you're trying to communicate i feel with um well let me let me take a step back first you're trying to get in the door so yes you are communicating with casting and mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're telling them this is what i'm useful for if you happen to need this mm -hmm. let me know i'm here for you you know if you happen to be having a barbecue with hamburgers and uh, hot dogs i'm here ready for mm -hmm. the job, you know, right. instead of like, I'm just a condiment. I'm like any condiment you want me to be like, well, what, what do you want? What do you, what do you need? I'll be anything. And then they use you and they're like, why is this just not right on my hot dog? Oh, cause it's, you know, sriracha or something that doesn't go on hot dogs. Right. You right. Know, you have to be specific. So I forget the original question. Now I'm tangent. Well, I mean, I think, but to, on that point, I think, uh, it, kind of goes into my what like I'm really trying to focus on this year is kind of uh don't be generic uh don't yeah. be don't try to fit all the molds yeah. uh everybody's unique and it's like be be me and be yeah. interesting yeah if you're if you're those two things they'll, they'll find a place yeah well um, be me be interesting and be useful yeah what do they need? You know, one of the things that people do in our studio a lot, or they come in to have headshots taken, they want to play the, uh, uh, the hero shot. They want yeah. the, like the leather jacket. They want it moody. They want it like to look cool. Like they're on some, you know, a movie poster. And I'm like, that's not very useful because you know what casting's not looking for right now? Actors who have no credits to be leads of their show. Sure. Yep. That's not useful. Yeah. That's not useful. You know what they are looking for? Businessmen. Every mm -hmm. show has a businessman who comes in and says two lines. Every yep. single one of them. Hmm. There's not a show you can point to me, point me to that doesn't have a businessman in a suit delivering one or two lines in every episode. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. useful. Now you're like, look, I could be one of those guys. Totally. Yeah. But now we're useful. They don't need leads of show unless you are a contender um, and that means either you are spectacularly talented, extraordinarily, extraordinarily spectacularly interesting to look at, mm -hmm. um, or you have a ton of credits. So yep. if that's not you, then don't worry about leads of show yet. Yeah. You know, but I also, on the other hand, like, don't want to take everybody's lotto ticket play away from them. Cause I like to dream in lotto land too. I'm playing the lottery also. I'd oh, love yeah. to be the lead of a show tomorrow. Right. Right. Um, like I'm not saying don't hope for that or don't, you know, uh, manifest that somehow or try mm -hmm. to anyway, but there's the logical steps you can take to having a consistent working career. And then there's your like dream career. Yeah. And, it doesn't have to be one or the other, but I'm telling you, focusing on the logical steps to get you to the place that you know you can get, which is co-star after co-star after co-star after co-star, and then graduate to guest star, guest star, guest star, guest star, yeah. recurring, recurring guest star, and then series regular. That's a consistent plan that mm -hmm. we all make. Um, so anyway, make sure that you're marketing yourself, speaking to these people uh, uh, realistically and in their language. Yeah. And- yeah. Anyway. Are you, when you're uh, making these choices of like, this is how I can be useful. This is the direction I want to take. Are you also having those conversations with your agent and saying like, or are you again, just communicating with what you submit through your headshots of like almost subliminally, like, 
this is where what I'm going with essentially. Yeah, I mean, I think it should be a conversation with your reps for sure. Um, but nobody knows, I don't know, it's tough, it's tough. Everybody's a little bit different. Nobody knows you as well as you know you and like your close circle and or like your acting coach knows you. So definitely ask though, this should always be like a constant conversation. It's always a conversation with me, with my my roommate's a working actor, he works nonstop. And he and I are always bouncing ideas off of each other of like, you know what you're like, you know, you know who you have a little bit of in you, you know, we're always morphing and trying to like pinpoint what's a what you know what our cell is yeah um, or what it could be you know because it it's messaging we can make the messaging we can change the messaging yeah and we can shift our strategy at at our own whim like if we decide to um so it is what you decide for it to be and you execute on so if today this is what so truly this is what i'm going through right now is i have been this guy with the business suits Mm -hmm. and that has been my niche and it does work and it probably will work for the rest of my career but i now want to control the messaging um and shift the messaging right now into i can be the lead of your show yeah so now I'm going to start uh, taking down all of the different options of me in a suit, leave a few up because it's just kind of in my wheelhouse. But now I'm going to be starting to put up marketing materials that say, hey, I'm the lead of your show. So this like is like leather photo. suits, right? What's that? Leather suit jackets. Leather suits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like the perfect transition <laughs> from suit to leather jacket exactly. look. No. Uh, leather suits. <laughs> hand custom made no (laughs) oh my god that's hilarious um yeah but you know now i'm like saying hey like here's what it would look like if i was in a magazine because i'm the lead of a show on your network yeah you know those are now what my marketing materials are are trying to convey um which is uh yeah anyway i keep going on tangents and forgetting what we're talking about do you, uh, with, with maintaining your look and, and, and like trying to, you know, change these things, has that been, uh, have you found that difficult during COVID or have you had to do a self haircut yet? And oh, in- I haven't had a professional haircut in like 15 years. Really? This what? is nothing new. My no. hair grows fast and because it's got grays in there, it's like super forgiving. Like if I mess up and do it unevenly, like you can't really tell. You cut your own hair for the last 15 years? I haven't, that pro hasn't touched it in so long. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I mean, occasionally, like when I book a job, they'll like do touch ups and, you know, yeah. clean up the lines a little bit. But uh, no, I do it myself. Wow. Yeah. Did you watch Did it last tutorial? night? That was in 15 years ago. That's before YouTube tutorials. What were you? Yeah. No, just, you know, just whatever right. sticks above the fingers, cut it off, take a buzzer, just buzz a little bit here. Oh man. Sometimes it's crooked and that's okay. Yeah. I, uh, I tried it once. I I did, uh, the self haircut one time during quarantine and it was a little mushroomy, you know, (laughs) the buzzers through here and then a little mushroomy on top, you know, but yeah, it worked. It was better than what I was had, but yeah, that's impressive. That's not, I, I was, I was willing to do the buzzers. I hadn't, I haven't figured out the, the cut yeah uh with the scissors because that's it's forgiving but i also i'm nervous i hear you my my style also is a little bit messy i mean you know i just kind of like do whatever like yeah but that's that's just so like that's so bold that's awesome i I had no idea yeah Yeah. um there's a lot of us out there doing this you just don't know really yeah Yeah. i want to if there's a facebook group i want in (laughs) (laughs) i'm in the self-cut facebook group (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's always interesting trying to maintain during all this and, you know, yeah. especially with gyms closed and everything. And like, I'm trying to do the, the self workouts at home and yeah. fitness apps. Um, oh yeah. You're in my gym right now. There's just below frame. There's weights and a bench right here. Yeah. So yeah. That's I hear awesome. You. Yeah. Um, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, well, cool. I, I know we're, we're probably coming up on time and I know you, you got a busy day ahead with uh, this commercial and everything. So uh, I'll probably let you get going soon, but any, anything else exciting coming up that you wanted to pitch uh, or, um... uh, you know, just, you know, I don't know exactly who your audience is. Are they actors? Mostly, mostly actors. Yeah. It's, yeah. So that's the thing. It's, it's, 
really what we're trying to do here is, you know, kind of going from a lot of different aspects, uh, mostly actors, uh, comedians, TV writers. We've had on a few of those um, cool. and then independent creators, which is actually another thing uh, that we didn't discuss with you yeah. uh, that maybe we could touch on real quick. Yeah, but I, yeah. you've always yeah. been into making your own projects and stuff. For sure. For um, sure. I remember you were you mentioned you were shooting something early COVID with a small yep. group uh covid friendly yes um but like you're you're always creating your own content and stuff which is really cool yeah um, yeah i've been uh, uh you know i did a web series like 15 years ago um did shot 24 episodes of it um that was probably the smartest thing i feel like i ever did or did for my career yeah um was learn how to you know shoot uh coordinate edit um, and put out a, a, a product. Yeah. You know, we became YouTube partners. We got paid from that. We sold it to some company in Germany who dubbed it in German, which was really funny. Yeah. Um, and made a ton of connections. Um, in Germany. And I, no. What's that? It's in, in Germany. Germany. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. But, I, you know, I learned how to, uh, I've been a photographer. Um, you know how long I've been a photographer, 20 yeah. years or so, but I never had the confidence that I could uh, be a cinematographer yeah. until I just did it with friends. Um, yeah. And then that took me on to, I've shot for a couple TV shows. I've shot, I've, you know, run camera for 10, 12 films, a few features. And like, you know, that's been a part of my career also is uh, yeah. cinematography. I'm, I'm all about promoting people who create themselves, like create their own work and their own opportunities and stuff. I always find that fascinating and, and super cool. Um, and we were talking about networking too. Now, does it's, it's an interesting career path and very parallel to have be a photographer and also an actor that yeah. kind of go hand in hand. Do you feel like that's given you uh, like open some doors uh, through either networking and, and being, you know, known you're even just a name through casting or something, you know, like that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't feel like it's gone all the way to casting. Um, mm -hmm. But what it has done is, and interestingly, I've been repped for the past like four or five years, mm -hmm. so I don't need it, but I do have many, many, many uh, agents who are messaging me, thanking me for shooting their client, um, you know, saying it's great that I'm helping people on Instagram. Like I've made a ton of like interesting, like, rep connections yeah. um to the point where i mean i love my reps right now so i'm chilling but yeah. if yeah yeah i don't know the world we we're in an alternate universe or something i feel like i could go get like uh one of many agents just from uh the connection through photography so yeah, yeah. That, it's been really cool but not casting yeah. i don't know i just yeah yeah but it's, it, and your agents you, you're with an amazing agency um but uh it's yeah it's uh it's also just nice to have a job within the like within totally. the entertainment network, you know, totally. uh, and, and just to be working and always meeting new people within the industry is awesome. Totally. And also it goes to um, it adds a different skill set that you can bring to your acting because you've been booked as a photographer, which I think is something else that that people need to learn in terms of always gaining new skills because you never know what's going to pick up and people you know, just need a photographer. And they're like, there you go. There's a role. Totally. Uh, and totally. a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, it, it really, um, yeah, being on both sides of the camera is awesome. I mean, it, one thing that is notable too is on set, um, there's a deeper understanding of what's happening. You know, mm -hmm. if you've been on the other side of the camera on a set, mm -hmm. um, you know, like you're, you, you understand the dynamics of, of a set a little bit better without having to have, have it, have that experience from acting. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Totally. Um, and, and yeah, it just puts you at ease. Like you're at home on a set because you've spent so much time on all sides of it. Yeah. Um, so anybody who's a creator gets that, you know, totally. who's a creator and a, a, a actor. Yeah, it definitely helps. Yeah. I mean, you know, having been on that side, yeah, I, I know what I need filming it uh, you know and so i can flip and help right. give that on the other side um, totally, totally absolutely yeah um it's uh yeah it's really cool yeah very yeah cool. so i did make that film i did make a film during quarantine have not finished it yeah so busy dude uh it's one of those things like i'm trying to peel 
myself away from my life and sit down and edit um, yeah. at least like once a week. So it's just a friend of mine and myself, my, my best buddy, he and I like broke quarantine rules, just <laughs> he and I, that was the only person cause we were just self taping each other yeah. and working together. Um, I just, for those like six or seven months, I needed some sanity and he and I just like shot endless self tapes and uh, probably eight or nine days of 5am mornings shooting in Pasadena. Yeah. Uh, There's this gorgeous bridge in Pasadena um, that we were shooting underneath. It's just like the coolest location in Los Angeles, free and like they don't care what you do there. So we just spent hours on end under this bridge filming this really cool, like essentially like a scene. Yeah. Slash short film. It's like one eight minute long scene. Oh, okay. Wow. So, yeah, I'd love to finish it. It's really fun, really cool. But uh, was this one you were doing drone footage for? actually that was a different scene same location uh i've had my eye on that location forever um and i don't know if you guys you guys you or your listeners know this bridge it's the the familiar uh, with the bridge yeah yeah not not suicide bridge but the other bridge that is actually the 134 freeway um anyways it's got these big gorgeous arches if you go underneath there if you want somewhere cool to shoot Mm. go check that place out um it's one of the coolest spots in la and you can literally get away with filming nonstop all day um so anyway i've had my eye on it forever and was going to film something with a group of buddies there and then that fell through um and so just when quarantine happened i was like let's go do this and so my buddy and i went and shot and it's so cool that's awesome. Such a unique, unique location, beautiful visuals, every direction. There's some giant arch or like stream or cool depth. It's just like such a cool location. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Anyway. Yeah. So like uh, one, one of these last couple of things that I was just thinking about is um, like in terms of balancing work life between being a photographer and an actor do those ever like butt up against each other with scheduling and stuff or how do you manage those two different worlds yeah i mean so i've set up the photography schedule so that i'm literally only shooting on the weekends so i shoot saturday and sunday monday is my editing day Mm -hmm. um and that's that um so uh funny you say that i'm literally juggling a conversation with my agent about a job that I booked that shoots on the weekend yeah. and I have four photo shoots booked. So I'm right now about to have to call up four clients and be like, Hey guys, <laughs> yeah, got a little bit of an issue. Um, yeah. So, so, you just, uh, so, so, so they get in the way a little bit um, yeah. sometimes, sometimes, but TV never shoots on the weekends mm-hmm. almost ever. Um, but commercials do. Yeah. So, you know, I'm booking two, maybe three commercials a year. So the chances of it affecting my schedule is very slim. Yeah. Um, callbacks, auditions are usually not on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So they usually don't conflict with my photo shoots. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty good, but I definitely am working seven days a week. Yeah. You know, it's like Saturday, Sunday shooting headshots, Monday editing all of those shoots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tuesday through Friday, there's almost an audition uh, every day or a headshot client who needs something from me, you know, needs retouching or. Yeah. And then not to mention all the intangibles that we've mentioned of actually studying and doing the work and to get the auditions and all that. So totally. I am the most boring person in the world. I have no life. Like it's, (laughs) it's pretty serious. Like never have a day off. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you like what you do, it's, it's easy to do. I, I, I feel like I'm the same way. Like, even in downtime, people are like, you know, you've got to be doing nothing with everything shut down. And I'm like, no, we're doing stuff constantly. We're, you know, trying to create, we're trying to, you know, there's always something to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I, I'm sure people understand too. It's, you know, when these things come up, uh, you know, having to reschedule and stuff, it's, yeah. you know, it's hard not to root for somebody. And, you know, it's also nice having a working actor taking your photos because it feels like, you know, yeah, this person knows what they're doing and they understand it and they understand they're in the same boat. So, you know, totally so that works, works well together. Totally. And you know, when I'm shooting people, I'm trying to help them as much as possible from that end to knowing that yeah. I don't want to say most, but most of my clients aren't working actors, you know, so I'm always trying to, you know, 
help them in any way I can, whether it just be mindset, you know, rejiggering or, uh, you know, just pushing them to get into a class if they need it or, you know, yeah. 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 That's so. awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking time for me today and uh, hanging out. It's good catching up. Yeah, you too, um, are you good? Are you good? You've been, it's has been so one-sided. Are you good? We're good, man. No, we're doing great. No, this is, uh, it's totally fine. <laughs> it's almost better this way. Cause I, I feel like the same general questions come up a lot, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. but everything is, everything is good on this end. Um, cool. I, I get a lot of the same, same questions. So it's always yeah, nice. Your to, audience knows more, what's up with you. Yeah, they know what's up. So it's nice to talk. It's nice to talk about you. Uh, and a lot of it, you know, is just sharing your story, because I think it inspires other people uh, to do more with their own career and, and, you know, answer some questions on their end. Um, and a lot of it's just highlighting different paths of different people, you know, and, and some people that. feel stuck and don't always know what to be doing. Um, so, you know, stories like this are always great to share because I think it helps people just find the next thing of like, okay, this, I can be doing this, you know, it's like, sure. uh, you know, if they can't afford class right now, you can at least be watching TV. You can be in and with a purpose and that kind of oh. thing. So, yeah. Um, and to, to that, not to cut you off, but I'm going to cut you off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but while you're on that topic, yeah. um, I'm doing career consulting. So yes, if, absolutely. if you're stuck, let me know. Yeah. Like, I'm never stuck. Like stuck is not an option for me. Um, so uh, if you are someone who's stuck, I'm more than happy to uh, hop on Zoom and talk for an hour and get you unstuck because it's yeah. it's usually just strategies that you're you're not aware of or a mindset that needs to be tweaked. Um, yeah. I'm never stuck, you know. Yeah. So no, that's cool. No, I appreciate that, and I I mean, I'll definitely take you up on that sometime. For sure. Um, and everybody else listening should definitely as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'll definitely yeah. put all your, your stuff in the, uh, in the notes. Uh, but you can follow him on, uh, at cave on photography, uh, at cave on photos or is what's your photos are cave on right. photos. Um, uh, but yeah, I'll link that up below some amazing stuff. You, you also, we didn't even touch on the casting director info you put out. You're always willing to share so much, like everything you do, you share. And that's, uh, yeah. super gracious and, and not everybody, most people don't do that. Um, well, so I mean, if you want to talk about uh, getting unstuck, help someone else. Like yeah. it, it, it helps them. It makes me feel good. Yeah. It makes them feel good. Like literally everyone wins, yeah. you know? Um, and if you're in a mindset where you don't want to help other people because you don't want them to pass you up, then that's your problem, you mm -hmm. know? So yeah. it's, yeah. A, it's a no brainer. If, if you're not feeling good about where you're at in your career, help someone else out you know, because that keeps things really even keeled for me, you know, no matter what's going on with mine, I can always help someone else help someone else get an opportunity. I'd love to see now all my consulting clients booking jobs or getting agents when they didn't think they were ready to have an agent. Um, yeah. That makes me feel good almost as if it happened to me. So that's awesome. You know, when in doubt, just help someone else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's And that's, isn't that like the way to kick off this year? Oh man. That's, that's right. like, that's right. Such a great feeling. And like right. this is being recorded on inauguration day. I feel like that's oh like the vibe today. I feel like there's like a moment of hope and hope and help out and everybody in it, you know, and that's such a, a great way to, to kind of wrap it up. But yeah, um, well, cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on again. Uh, I will I will let you get back to your agent and your, your recently booked commercial. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on everything. Uh, all your success. It's super fun to watch. It's super yeah. great to be able to catch up with you. And uh, I will probably be coming in to see you again soon. Yeah, man. Let me know. We're ready for you. And uh, appreciate this. Yeah. Just love us chatting. Especially yeah, when talking about me. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. got some good stuff going on. It's good to share. So Thanks, I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to A Bit Unraveled. I'm Ryan Hansinger. We'll see you next week.